Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this reaches you, you're listening to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. What's good, everybody? What's going on? Ah, uh, man. So, if you guys been keeping up with the show, uh, you heard the previous episode. Uh, I spoke with my friend uh, DJ Hill, the biracial man. <laughs> He's not black. He's biracial. Uh, and that topic, man, it lit a fire. I'm not gonna lie, it lit a fire uh, under some of y'all, and and um, and just the topics that we've been discussing about dating kind of lit a fire under some of you all as well. And I got to rapping with a good friend of mine from high school, and uh, she's um, she's she's a black woman, but she's also married to a Mexican man. And I was like, yo, that's really impressive. Not the interracial marriage portion, but being married in your 20s. So that spun off me getting into a place where I was like, yo, can I can I bring you on my show? Can I talk to you? Um, because I find love to be one of the most peculiar things in the world. It's something that is not a one size fit all. And it's also something that's a commodity that if you don't have, I feel like you're really much lacking, but we all don't love the same. Some people love differently. Some people love through hurt. Some people love through joy. Some people love through toxicity. We all have different forms of love. So to actually speak to a group of people, uh, well, two people who found love in their 20s is was fucking phenomenal. I ain't gonna lie. I thought these motherfuckers was unicorns. Like they could have been, they could have told me they was from outer space. And I was like, yo, the shit y'all saying to me right now, th- that shit sounds crazy, but it sounds great. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not, I'm not here to judge and say that I don't believe what they're talking about. Cause I thoroughly believe that these two people seem deeply in love and they are on the right track. And they're also fucking people with careers. You know what I'm saying? They're not, you know, just sitting on their hands, just like, Oh, what you doing? You might as well get married. <laughs> no, they're, they're very intelligent people. And then they also broke it down to me, the importance of understanding that interracial love doesn't mean self-hate, which let me pause on that real quickly. I told you guys plenty of times, peace kills evil. You know that. You're aware of that. You've heard me say that. But right now, more than anything, we need to cast aside our fucking bigotry, our racism, our fucking ignorance about people and just see people not color people. I say that to understand that I see color. I understand color. I understand black lives matter. I understand all lives matter. I understand all of that. But right now, if I can push anything to you guys during this time of uncertainty is to understand that with love, acceptance, and tolerance, yo, we can get through this shit. But all that other negativity shit is out the door. As you can see, when you shut in and shut out, all that other bigotry shit becomes pointless. All that other fixation on, on race becomes pointless. So uh, this is the second part to a series of uh, interviews that I did regarding interracial uh, love and uh, our marriage in the 20s. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, special shout outs to uh, my guest, uh, Bailey and JP. Uh, thank you guys so very much, JP. Um, I appreciate it, man. It was the first time I ever spoke to you. Real smooth dude. Bailey, very great woman. And shout outs to the Guzmans for uh, being guests on the show. I hope y'all like it. If you want some, you want to get my feedback, if you want to jump in my DMs and call me a sellout again, hey, my DMs are open. I appreciate that. I love all the smoke. I ain't got shit with time. And plus, I'm a Gemini, so you know how we gets down. <laughs> Anyways, man, I hope y'all enjoy the episode. Peace. Uh, <clears throat> and remember to allow peace to kill evil and uh, all that great shit that I say in between. Hello. Hi. Yo, there you go. How you doing? I'm doing good. What's up, Bailey? Good. I mean, you know, I'm just here with my husband. Hey, husband. <laughs> husband. <laughs> what's, what's, um, husband. What's husband's name? My name is JP. What? What is it, bro? Sorry. Can you speak up a little louder. Yeah, JP, short for oh. John Paul. Oh, okay, JP. Yes. Okay, I see you. And then you came with some bass in your butt. My name is JP. Okay. Yep. <laughs> What's your name? Is? My name is Keith, bro. But um, here on this beautiful podcast that we're recording, I go by Uncle Puche. But I'll give okay. you my government name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> JP, like, uh huh. Where are you from? <laughs> What's your name? 
Uh, just, just trying to make sure, you know, just filling out the scene, just filling out the scene. Nah, I respect it, bro. I respect it. If, if I had a wife, I'd be the same way. Like, and who is this nigga? <laughs> no. But no, um, uh, Bailey, um, thank you so very much. JP, thank you so very much. Um, uh, like I uh, told you, Bailey, it's just going to jump straight into the recording. Uh, it's a uh, <clears throat> episode about being married in your 20s. I'm not going to give your age, Bailey, because you don't ever give a lady's age. But JP, are you still in your 20s, bro? I am indeed. Oh, okay, for sure. So, so then technically 26. 26. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You you ain't gotta you ain't gotta get your age, bro. These motherfuckers nosy. They ain't gotta get sure. nosy though. I don't mind. I'm on my too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's fine, bro. It's completely fine. Uh, but no, um, Bailey, Bailey, um, very very smart girl. Uh, your wife is. She was schooling me in game about being married in your twenties, right? Yep. And I was like, yo, you know what? Can I get your perspective on this? <laughs> like <laughs> on my show, just because she was. It was like I couldn't counter anything she was saying, but then I'm not gonna lie, some of it I couldn't comprehend because I one am not married, and two, like I don't like as I drift later in my twenties, like you both right now, it doesn't look like I'm getting married anytime soon. But then it was like Bailey, you were speaking a type of math, and I wasn't even in that class. (laughs) (laughs) And it came down to like the stuff. So I'll ask you guys both. Uh, first and foremost, oh, you know what? I gotta always ask everybody this question when they hop on the show. Um, uh, Bailey, you're you're not six feet tall, right? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, JP, bro, please don't tell me you're six feet tall, bro. I'm like about six eight on a good day. Bruh. <laughs> on a bad day or a not good day, I'm more like Bruh. five ten. <laughs> okay, all right. See, this is what I tell people. When women ask, because I'm on dating apps, because I'm I'm terrible. Anyways, and when women ask me how tall I am, I tell them I'm seven two, but I look like I'm five nine. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like okay. just from a distance. You know, realize, <laughs> you know, so when you when you when you stand next to me, just understand you you're seeing not the whole measurements. But <laughs> all right, so that's fine because I don't trust people that's over six feet tall. Um, um <laughs> my first question is I get into it and um. Obviously, both of you all can answer this, but uh, like, I mean, both married in your twenties. Uh, how long y'all been married for? Let's say like three months. Three months. Okay. Cool. Yeah, cool, so cool. We're pretty much experts, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just listen, bro. I my ears are open. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all got married in your twenties. Did you always know you would be like? Did you know you were going to get married this quote-unquote young? I mean, people get married younger, but did you know you would get married this young? I personally had no idea, you know. I never really foresaw that happening, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just kind of the way it worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, I don't know. I guess a... I didn't really have, like, a timeline. Like, I knew it could just happen at any point soon, and I was just going to focus on my career and stuff until then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. And I mean, our process from dating, I mean, we dated for three years, but mm-hmm. our process from getting engaged to getting married was like super fast at that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> super, they- super, super fast. Do you mind if I ask you, like, I mean, I mean, what are you talking about? Like, y'all got engaged and you got married like in weeks or was it like oh, no. in months? Well, we it was months, so we got engaged mm. on May twenty seventh, and then of last year, mm. and then um, we just knew we wanted to. We were just like over it. We just wanted to get married. Like there's no sense mm. in waiting. So um, there were some conflicts with like work and stuff like that. But um, we were able to plan our wedding in like a month and a half and get married December 29th. Man, y'all like two, three months ahead of the game. Because if you'd have pushed it back any further, good I God. Know. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, we're so glad. It's, it's, it's so ironic because I just listened to what you were saying, but then I thought about like I know somebody personally who's like who literally had to cancel their wedding. Yeah, and like same. she was like, Yo, I didn't get the insurance because there was no way I was gonna miss that day unless one of us was dead or the right. world ended. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck? But well, uh, it's kind of falling apart. It seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, shit. Um, so you guys, damn. So you got engaged, and you were like, yo, nah, no need to even draw this out. Like, we're gonna just go ahead and get married. Would you say, like, at that point, y'all were like, 
you were so invested, you were so bought in that it was like, what what do we need to wait so long for? You know, because some people yeah. are engaged for like, like years, bro. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, what do you think? Mm. Yeah, exactly. I just feel like everything just worked out um, the way it was supposed to, you know? Um, yeah. We didn't never like set like, okay, so we're going to be engaged for X amount of time. We're going to take X amount of time to plan out the wedding. We're just kind of like, hey, you know what? We both want to do this. You know, like we're ready. Um, Nothing's really stopping us. So like if we're able to get it done, let's, you know, what's the point of waiting? Yeah, no, definitely. And then, um, all right. Now, obviously, y'all can always. From the beginning, too. (laughs) What'd you say, baby? It's kind of like our attitude, I feel like, from the beginning. Oh, really? Like, yeah. we were always just kind of, I mean, in it because we didn't want to get married. So when it came down to it, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, what else was there to wait on if we both were saying yes to each other? So, so you know what? You make me the segue king because I was actually about to transition right into that. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, who who was pressing? I was about to say, like, was it? Like, JP, did you, did you just, I mean, I, I know, you know, you knew she was like the one and shit, but, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, Bailey, I'm not trying to make it sound like this, but like, were you ever like, Hey, um, so we've been dating for like, I don't know, like a whole two and a half, like weeks. So what's up? When you gonna marry me? Like, <laughs> did you put a timeline to it? Um, I never put a timeline. I never put a timeline on it. No, um. For me, I kind of, you know, pretty early on, like I knew that I was going to want to marry her, you know? Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty early. I, I never, you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. I never really like, <laughs> said, like, oh, like it has to be within X amount of time. Like for me, for for example, like I was still finishing up graduate school, which I'm still currently finishing up. I'm mm. graduating next month. Uh, oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, um, so I wasn't never. I was never really rushed, but I never felt held back either. Mm. So, um, Bailey, I know you, obviously, um, and you've always been an ambitious woman for the time period I knew you. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I, I, when I saw that you were engaged, I was like, yeah, no, that's that's super cool. I knew she would be a smart woman. But when I saw you were married, also, I was like, damn, as a woman who's working so much, I know working to goals and things like that, like, where the fuck did you find the time to even balance that, yo? I mean, JP, you too, bruh. I mean, shit, I, I'm single, and I can barely feed my damn dog. <laughs> um. So, well, when we met, um, we met just when I was about to graduate from my first bachelor's degree. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> so we, actually, <laughs> we met um, in class. And so... Um, which it's like kind of a whole other story about how we met. But basically, mm-hmm. um, from us both finishing our first bachelor's together, and then I went back into grad or back into um, a second bachelor program, and then my Preach. husband went to grad school. Like we've always, our speed has always been fast, and so it was always important for me that I could have someone that mm-hmm. can run as fast as I could or faster. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so. In between that and like, I mean, we got separated like in dis- in terms of distance, like after uh, what, like six, seven months yeah. or so. And so, um, we had to make a decision pretty early on about like, okay, are we gonna put everything we have into this, or let distance and a busy schedule like get to us? And yeah. so we decided to just like, I don't know, just put everything in. And so, like, even with our schedules, I mean, like, we're always both, like, working and in school, and we just made time for each other, or um, the time we did get to spend, I think it actually worked out well, because the time we were able to spend together was able to be really high-quality time, and it was intentional time, and then when we are apart, we were able to focus on, um, you know, our own personal goals, and then, um, but what worked out for us is that, like, a lot of our goals aligned and so um we were actually you know be able to benefit from like spending time studying together like supporting each other and motivating each other mm-hmm. and like you know I would support him while he's studying he would support me like while I'm studying and mm. so that's just always been our speed you know you um you said 
you, I mean, the, the word you just finished it off with speed. I think that's so important because Bailey, that's basically how we even got into who's conversing about this is because we were talking about people being at like a certain level when it came to dating. Mm. And so you, you saying like at my speed, um, yesterday when I was, uh, I was on an episode with my, um, with my bud, um, my bud sounds so fucking old, uh, with my (laughs) homie, uh, we were talking about, um, you know, I I am a uh, you know you know my fault and I'm not trying to call you guys out because I think it's a beautiful thing you guys are a biracial couple that's very beautiful by the way as well um, yeah yeah we love it. Uh, and, yeah <laughs> we love it I love it <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> if you don't mind I'll I'll ask you like you know one or two questions about that as well mm-hmm. but yesterday um, my boy said to me like hey do you ever get jealous when you see like a biracial guy or you see a, a black girl with a white guy and I was like no. And he was like, you know, and he's biracial, so he wasn't asking me because he had a problem with it. But he was just like, mm-hmm. yo, like, why don't you feel a way about it? You know, and I'm like, the reason why I don't feel a way about seeing people, first and foremost, because love is love. I don't give a fuck about all that other right. shit. But, uh, but the reason why I don't feel like any way about her choosing him over me is because that's her preference. That's a person who was up to her speed. That's who she wanted to be with or that seemed to work out. You know, and so uh, before I even trigger down that road of biracialness and biracialness, I don't even know if that's a term. (laughs) Uh, We'll make it one. It's fine. uh, We'll make it one. Um, It's like your speed for somebody to be your speed. You had to put it all in. So therefore, you guys had to say, like, listen, if we're doing this, you know, I fully trust you. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that had to do with a lot of communication as well, huh, guys? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> yeah. a lot of shit. I'm not gonna lie. All that you, all you said, Bailey, the support, the love, the da da da. I'm like, yo, that sounds like trust and communication. Yeah, and that's two things that's like oil and water to me. That shit do not go hand in hand. Um, but that's that's super cool. Um, that you got there. Would you say y'all could trust each other and communicate so well because you just you knew that you had each other's back? Um, or was it something that you were able to like, did you grow into it or did you just go into it? Like, Hey, this person never gave me the reason to, uh, you know, think differently. Um, well, I'll hop straight into that quickly. Um, I think for me, it was a combination of both because, Mm -hmm. um, like I mentioned to you before, like with my history, um, in dating, um, you know, there's, as much as you can try and say, oh, I've grown out of it, like, there's, to be honest, a level of, like, insecurity, or what I could say is, like, um, I like to, it's, like, PTSD, like, legitimately, it's, like, PTSD, and so, um, you know, part of it, like, that aspect had to grow, but then at the same time, like, you have to make the effort, if you're going to move forward with anyone, you have to make the effort to realize, like, look, like, this is what has happened to me, but this person has not done anything for me. And so in between that and like, it's, JP's never like given me a reason not to trust him or not to feel like he doesn't have my back. And so um, with that, I think just like having the communication and honesty and openness for myself, and it's not always easy, but being able to say like, look, if something bothers me, like, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's going on. I know it might not be directly caused by you, but this action or this moment might have triggered me because of something else I've gone through. Please help me get through that. Um, And so that's why I say it's like a combination of both because it's acknowledging that it's not him, but that um, there is, I have been in a place to where I need that level of trust to grow as well, if that makes sense. Just to kind of echo off that a little bit. Um, I mean, I think it's just important to realize that, you know, even if you've been hurt in the past or been cheated on the, in the past, you know, when you're in a new relationship with someone, it's just important to recognize that those are two independent situations and not to bring those negative factors into your new relationship, you know, so just come into it with a clean slate. So, you know, for me, like early on, like I truly saw Bailey's character, like I knew how great she was. I knew how great her heart was. I knew how great her intentions were. I knew that um, she truly had my back and, you know, had really had my best interests in her mind. And, you know, I knew that she wouldn't do anything to hurt me. 
So I knew that I could trust her like pretty early on. And that came with, you know, communication, learning each other, you know, growing together and things like that. Hey. Hey. Hey, sorry about that. I fucking my like mic connected to my Bluetooth, but uh it's no problem. I actually got all of you guys part, so that's the only that's the important part. Um okay. so uh thank you so very much. Uh so I'm going to ask you guys a couple of more questions and I'm going to let you get out of here cuz Bailey, you're um you're like a fucking war hero out here fighting on the front lines as um, a <laughs> nurse. nurse, right? Yeah. Yo, sis, y'all motherfuckers need to get like purple hearts after this shit. Like, for real. <laughs> Lucky, <for> real. yeah. <laughs> oh, like, the fuck? Like, I mean, I work in this field, but offhand, like, you know? And so I'm like, pressed, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that people are going to work. I cannot imagine, like, really being on the front lines, like, dealing with, call, call for me one more time. I swear. <laughs> oh, man, getting your ass beat. Um, but, um, yeah, thank you so very much. Uh, I I love the input about the the trust and communication because the thing that um, Bailey pointed out to me um, during she was telling me like pretty much the underlining of the thesis of being married in your twenties or just being married in general is just like yo, there's a lot of communication and there's a lot of um, a trust, and I think that's huge because trust is something, man. Like, listen, you can you can get your hairline back, you can get your waistline back, but damn it you got to put in a lot of work to get trust back and it's like once you break that you'll be lucky to even think you're getting it back you know yeah uh so i mean that's that's beautiful that's that's very much beautiful um i'm like i said i'm not really going to talk much about uh um what's going on in the world but i do want to know about this version of what's going on in you guys's world um bailey um well jp because uh, you don't follow me on the gram yeah. uh but i'm sure we'll follow each other soon <laughs> um i dropped an episode yesterday discussing um biracial dating and uh, i had a friend on who was a biracial man and so uh he gave me his input about like himself personally the you know the, the things and the plights of things that he goes through um and first and foremost uh, let me put this out here. I personally, like I said at the beginning, and like I said on my other episode, it's like I love the idea of love. So to me, love doesn't really have a color. You know what I'm saying? Myself personally, I like black women, but then again, that's my preference. That's not a prejudice. You know what I'm saying? Just in your case, as you were married to a black woman, and you, JP, are you a white man? I'm Mexican. Mexican? All right, my bad, bro. I'm Don't sorry. Worry. I ain't met you before. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I know two colors in my life. The way he looks. <laughs> yeah, listen, I've met two type of people in my life coming back, coming where I'm from. When I moved to California, I was like, hey, I got different flavors of brown? Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, is, this is different. Um, so, I mean, like, for you, um, or either one of y'all, either one of y'all can go, um, were, you, were you just always kind of, like, open-minded in the idea of love? You didn't think that, like, hey, my significant other has to be of the same ethnic background? And I have to say ethnic background because everybody got mad at me when I said uh, of race. It's not race. It's <laughs> yes, you cannot say race. I understand, guys. It's only one human race. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, um, either one of you, did you just kind of were you just open to the idea? Is that what it was? I'll start off. Um, yeah, like you're saying, you know, I've always been pretty open. I've never thought of myself as having like a strict hard fast rule you know like oh like mm. if you're gonna marry a black woman or this or that mm. you know mm. like I kind of just thought of it as more so you know like love doesn't have a color like you're saying right mm. so you know when Bailey came along you know I didn't think like oh there's there's the black girl with perfect preferences exactly what I'm looking for <laughs> now you know like I was definitely you know I was definitely attracted to her but it wasn't yeah, plug your woman bro <laughs> I was definitely attracted to her, but you know, I didn't. It wasn't tied to any types of like personal preferences because mm. I never really had any like specific preferences, you know. Mm. Yeah, so my attraction to her was, you know, just for who she was, and mm. you know, um, not necessarily based on the color. For me. Oh, that makes sense, brother. Or the ethnic background, if you will. 
<laughs> yeah, you better be politically correct on this show. <laughs> Bailey, on the other hand, like for you, um, uh, and I'll ask you guys both this question, but for you, were you just were you also just like, yo, like, you know what? This is the vibe. I fucks with them and I don't give a fuck what the colors like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was very blessed to grow up in a family that encouraged you to just love who you love. And mm-hmm. so my um I didn't have any with meeting him, I didn't have any like uh idea and like oh, well, he's this, so, like, I'm going to go for him. Like, it was literally just, I was attracted to, and still am, attracted to uh, (laughs) him (laughs) Him and um, the person he is and how he looked. Like, I was just, I just, I just, I felt it, you know, I was drawn to it. And so, um, I mean, actually, like, when I first met him, I didn't really know what he was. He was a little ambiguous. (laughs) So... Like with his haircut a certain way, he could maybe look Middle Eastern, then maybe he looked Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he looked more Mexican, or then he maybe okay. be some white. So like I didn't know. I don't feel that is bad for calling you white now, JP. Because I definitely was like, okay, it's a white man. That's cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know either, but um, mm-hmm. I just, I just knew I wanted to, I just wanted him. So, um, yeah, and I've, I've always been open minded in terms of color, just because, you know, but. Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with like my background um, yeah, and like where I grew up and then my family is very diverse. Um, so we have all sorts of everything married into my family. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I've just always had that thought process. Yeah, definitely. Now, again, making me the segue king, family, family plays a big part in your upbringing and, and to an extent, um, your family plays a big part in how you view love. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that taught you, right? Yeah. Um, so I hate that I have to ask this question, but you know, I, I just like to ask because I've actually never asked this question before, and it's going to be very flattering. As an interracial couple, did either of you ever feel like, yo, I'm selling out by not marrying someone of my uh, ethnic background? Mm. You go first, Liz. <laughs> be as honest as you want to bro believe me it's it's completely fine you gotta live with it bro no. I mean, don't don't try no, to be absolutely yeah damn no <laughs> yeah I, mean, I never felt like um i'm selling out because i'm not you know keeping the family mexican you know like if anything mm-hmm. i think the more diversity the better you know like if mm-hmm. like i don't think it's necessarily better to date you know one person Versus mm-hmm. the person based on the ethnic background, but there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with making you know families more diverse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, for this, this is you know, for a black woman, this is a big question. Yeah, it is. So again, it's, 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 no, it's, it's trans. Okay, I'm gonna bring it. Okay, so <laughs> so um, I personally never felt as though I was selling out um, at all, and um. I can understand why people would want to. Um, I've actually had this conversation with other girlfriends um, that are Black, African American, or different varieties of the kind. Um, well, girlfriends, hey, girlfriend. We don't talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and like, I can understand why they would say that they want a Black man, um, mm-hmm. why um, they feel like they would be better understood by a Black man, or that their mm-hmm. families would be better understood by a Black man. Or why um, they would feel like a, only a black man can understand mm. them um, mm. or their struggle, if you will. Um, I disagree with that, um, mm. and well, I, I can understand where they're coming from, but I just mm. I I'll say I couldn't limit myself to that, um, mm-hmm. partially because I'm not. I am a black woman, and I'm 110 percent a black woman, but I am also mm. not just a black woman. Because mm-hmm. even if we're Black, we all come from different backgrounds. I feel like I learned very early on um, with where I was raised and where I came from that um, for me, I wasn't, I wasn't, let's just be real. I grew up in the only chocolate chip in the cookie. All right. So I think we kind of grew up in the same yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I'll just put my business out there. So I knew I wasn't. <laughs> I was too black for the white kids, but I was a little bit too white for some of the black kids. 
And so um, I had a very unique experience. With that being said, my family is blacky black still, okay? Um, <laughs> but as a black woman, you also, so that's number one, okay? I just want someone to understand me. Um, as a black woman, we feel a lot of pressure um, and we do get pressured that like we're a sellout if we're not with a black man. Um, but no, I never, I personally never felt like I was selling myself short. Um, I have never, I can't say that JP loves me the way that he does because he's not black. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the reality is that he loves me in every way I could be loved and more than. He takes the time to understand me. He takes the time to understand my family. And so I find it beautiful that like we come from families of two different cultures, but at the end of the day, like we might celebrate things different, um, but we love to celebrate. Like we might eat different foods, but we love to eat. You know what I mean? We might do things differently, but we love the same. We have the same values and we have the same core beliefs. And so um, that's what, you know, matters to me. Um, I do see, and sometimes like I see things around that's like, oh, black love, black love, right? <laughs> but yeah. I still feel like I have black love because look, like he's he's loving a black woman. Like this is black love. It's not watered down love. He takes every bit of my blackness. He comes to my family gatherings and, you know, in our family gatherings, um, our families come together and it's a beautiful thing. And so um, I think we just have, you know, we have extra spices in our cabinets because we have spices <laughs> from both cultures. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's beautiful. Go ahead. Awareness of. Again, this is an interracial couple, but you know, once we mm-hmm. uh, around having kids, our kids mm-hmm. are going to be perceived as black. That's just the reality of the situation. At least, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm, you know, that's what I would um, assume. Yep. Um, you know, so it's like <laughs> I just I always had, you know, the awareness, like I never saw it as something that would deter me, but something just to be aware of and just know, like, hey, you know, this is what I need to be prepared for. You know, so this is something that, like, I've, I'm more than happy to embrace and, you know, just be as prepared as I can be. You know what? I have only interviewed two people in my life, and one of them is the person I'm talk- that's talking right now, me. Uh, <laughs> y'all making me feel good about this. You just will make me segue again to actually children. I was actually going to segue oh, into wow. that to ask this about <laughs> children. Um <laughs> And before I, I even ask this, I'm going to put this out there um, and you guys can answer it. But uh, now, obviously, your children will be uh, biracial. That's the, the correct term. Uh, is it going to be a uh, vital situation to teach the children about both cultures? You, JP, just already put out, I was like, listen, I already know when the children come out people are going to be like, oh, these kids are black automatically off the rip. So I'm assuming you you feel as though like, hey, yeah, they are black, but then you're Mexican too. Just, <laughs> just, you know, just remember that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's going to be important for them to kind of know mm-hmm. both cultures and understand, you know, where both of us came from and to take that with them yeah. moving forward and integrate that with, with them. Yeah, no, definitely. I find that to be uh, particularly interesting because how I even came about this topic anyways on my other episode um, and it just happened to fall in line that Bailey, we started chatting. I was like, oh crap, you, this falls in line. Um, was that it's interesting that and no, don't, and, and no shortage, I am definitely one that loves my people. So, uh, But then I hate that I have to preface this. It is quite interesting in biracial couples that people are like, hey, does that kid know about their blackness? And it's like, yeah, it's stress. That's stress. But then it's like, do they know about their whiteness as well? Because you have to, again, I am only preaching from the crowd, but y'all, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. You have to know the importance of knowing both sides about yourself because the overcompensation of trying to lean too closely to one or other side, I think can be harmful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just my opinion on it because it becomes, it becomes like self-hatred in itself. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one thing to be, not comfortable with something about yourself, but to have self-hatred, oof, man, it's a ticking time bomb. That brings me to, like, you know, um, my piece on that is that, like, Mm -hmm. 
I, like, like he said, like, we obviously know that our children are going to be Black. Um, mm -hmm. But I also, like, we've always discussed, like, we want our kids to be bilingual. Like, I want them to speak Spanish. I want them Facts. to know their culture. Like, I want them Facts. to know there, there's a lot in Mexican history that I think if you compare the two histories together, like, obviously we have, like, you know, unique struggles, but like we can learn a lot from each other and actually support each other. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, like we've both gone through a lot, like in terms of like Mexican and African-American history. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think we can use those similarities to understand each other and then also re um, respect each other's differences. Um, mm -hmm. But like, I am proud to be black and loving him like i still love black men i support black men i just want to put that out there um my father's a black man my cousins are black men okay so um that's really important to me um but hey, you motherfuckers are gonna slide my dm saying she doesn't god damn, <laughs> right I'm like let's put that out there okay i love yes, black you know men and i love exists. to see black couples i love to see a strong healthy black um family structure but I just feel like we also have a strong black family structure, but we also have a strong Mexican yeah. family structure. Like I I personally, as much as I am proud I'm a black woman, like I'm a proud, I I like I say I'm Mexican too. Because like he's taking as much of me as I'm taking of him. So I am proud to have a Mexican husband and to have a Mexican, a blackskin household. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it look yeah. I, if anyone knows, if anyone's gone to a Mexican party and then gone to a black party, when you get a Mexican party together, it is lit. Okay. So hey, man. It's two of the same. They some one party's drinking OE, the other party is drinking. I don't I don't know what Mexicans drink, bro. I ain't trying to be racist. So whatever y'all drink, I know that should be fire. I think it's tequila. That's what y'all be sipping on, I think. That should be fire. So I mean, I definitely I definitely want our kids to be very strongly rooted in both in both identities. That's important to me. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's 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 very much important. Um, I believe um, on both ends. It's uh, but I, I do, I, JP, I fuck with you because I like how you you already jumped into it. You were like, look, check this out. I already know what's going to be said about the kids because they're going to be like, oh, they're black. Like, yeah, but check this out. They're also Mexican, so I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not about to just bow down and be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, like no, you should love both sides with that. Um, that's you guys are. You guys are dope as fuck. I'm not even gonna front. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dope as fuck. I saw you guys' uh, wedding through the Instagram lenses. It looked very fire. It looked very good. Made me share a tear because I was like, yo, look at me. Nobody wants oh. me. And here I am in life. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. I was like, yo, that, that wedding looks fire. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna hold you guys too much longer. Um, is there anything else like as far as dating any? You know what? Actually, boom. Uh, JP and um, and Bailey, it's often said that people who get married and they actually like or love their partner, they say like some type of prayer. Would you guys say <laughs> <laughs> you 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 held yourself in a certain manner and that's how you ended up getting married, or did you think it was just like complete luck? Basically, what I'm asking you is, did you just always know you were marriage material? Or did it just happen in life? Because some people out here being married, they ain't marriage material. Or some people want to get married and they ain't nowhere close to marriage material. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, before we kind of answer <laughs> that question a little bit, can I hop back to <laughs> how you were saying? Because you asked JP about it. Like, did he feel pressed to get married? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, for me, I think, mm -hmm. like, well, we talked about this time, like, we from the very beginning we were like okay like what are we in this for are we in this just to date are we in this just for long term are we in this mm. for marriage we're both in it for marriage mm. and so mm. like you you know we talked about earlier like once you figure out this is right what's the point of waiting i think like both mm. well i know i clarified i was like look i don't want to be i'm not the one to be in a relationship for 12 years and not be married <laughs> like so I, yeah no that's not me um, because <laughs> I'm not, uh, look, all my life, anyone who's dated me, relationships, whatever, um, has said, mm -hmm. like, look, may, it, for example, they've even said, like, look, um, 
I'm not ready for you because you're the type of woman that you should marry, not that you should be in a relationship with. So like, I've, I've always known that I was marriage material. Um, so, <laughs> no, you're worse, sis. Okay, and I'm not being any type of way. I'm just being completely honest with y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I told him, I'm like, look, like, I don't want to play house. Like, I don't want to, like, play games. Like, either we're gonna be in this for a lifetime and make that decision, or we not. You know, so, um, not that I was ever like in a press to get married, but I think I set that standard. We both did set that standard for each other from the beginning that, like, we're not going to just waste time either. Question, um, JP. Uh, you still there? <laughs> okay, cool. Sorry. Uh, you you said you knew very quickly that you wanted to marry um, mm-hmm. Bailey. Uh, so how long were y'all dating before you like, yo, I, I, this the one, this the one right here, Chief? Well, I mean... Mm-hmm. Like by the time by the time I actually like officially asked her to be my girlfriend, like I already saw marriage as a potential for our relationship. You know, like I already saw those qualities in her. I saw that that was definitely a direction that it could go. You know, but obviously, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you know you can find love and not end up married with the person you love. You know, so like things kind of have to work out, right? You know, because it happens all the time. People find love, and for one thing or another, you know they have to go their different ways you know so I, yeah. you know but like really early on like cut like what like weeks seven months into a couple months into the relationship you know i already I already saw those things down the road um so yeah i mean it's hard to say exact timelines but maybe like within the first two months or so okay. yeah maybe less and how long how long were you guys dating for before you got married? About three years? It was three years and four days. Four days. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's counting here. Nobody's keeping count. That's that's cool. That's super cool. Um that uh you know I um uh recently did an episode uh, I feel like a SoundCloud rapper when I say that, you know, I, I did this, but uh, no, I recently did an episode where someone uh, wrote in and they talked about, you know, dating a guy and was wondering like, Hey, like, I want to make it official with him. I haven't slept with him, but he's like moving. He wants to move really slow. And she asked me for like advice on it. And the funny portion that I thought about with the whole thing was that <sighs> when, you know, man, you just fucking know. And Obviously, I have not came to that point in my life because, you know, I'm not married. But I would just assume, kind of like what JP was saying, like, man, even before I actually be my girlfriend, I was like, yo, I could see myself marrying this person. Which, JP, man, I'm going to be honest, I don't know what the hell type of thought process that is, bro, but I can't wait to one day feel it. Yeah, really don't come, man. Trust me. I wasn't expecting it either. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that must be the most oddest feeling to just sit back and just be like, wow. I could actually marry this person right here. We ain't even we ain't even we ain't even dated yet. I can marry him. Well, like we had dated, like, but we had, we weren't like officially, mm-hmm. you know, like, officially yeah. dating. Yeah, yeah, no, nah. it was yeah. So during the honeymoon phase, you figured you could marry her. That is crazy, <laughs> sir. That do you understand? You're talking to a bachelor, so this is why it's not like again. You doing that same shit Bailey is doing? You talking math, homie? You talking a whole different English, and I, I don't no. Trust understand. me, if I was like, saying this to myself from just like a few years ago, I would be like, "What is this crazy person talking about?" Yeah, like yeah, like you know, like, a few oh, years before. Got we, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. A few years ago, we're still together. JP, 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 you know, no. If this was like a few years, now I'm talking about <laughs> full you know not a few years ago when we was together. You know, yeah, yeah. Now nah, I get you, bro. I thoroughly get you. So that's that. You know what? That answers my question then about marriage material, because initially, you know, it you guys both were like, "Hey, if I find someone who is uh, that I've deemed to be, um, you know, suitable, then I will marry them." It wasn't just like you. It didn't sound like you guys were either ever just like, you know, I'm finished just ride this this dating train out and just figure out what it's all about and be on every day now like you was like nah bro I, I see a good one so we're going there 
And then a Bailey again, like like you said about yourself. I know you've always been about your business, so it was not a shocker that you got married. I was like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. sounds about right. <laughs> like, sounds about right. That that's, since the day I met her, seems like she's about shit. Like, all right, cool, dude. Not a shocker there. Oh, so happy. That's cool. But that's 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 super cool, JP. Um, being a, a 26 year old man and coming down to that uh, mindset, it's kind of crazy, man. Like, it's kind of crazy. You guys are like a dying art like the whole idea of like being married young or shit being married in general i speak to a lot of people man that are like um because i'm 27 yeah i'm 27 fuck i forget my age um and people are just like marriage what the fuck is that you would think i offered them like a cup of swine flu (laughs) (laughs) yeah a cup of corona like yeah here you go like health alarms bitch like get sick like you know it's like it's it's completely crazy but you know, I think um, what you guys did, though, is you kind of took you took the vanity out of love. Not saying that you two aren't um, like two good looking people. It was that like you didn't take the idea of like, oh, you need to you have to look like this mm-hmm. and the person has to be this and they have to do this. It was like, no, 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 no. This person has to be a first a good mm-hmm. person. And then after that, we will try to see if we can date and build from there. And it will go from there. And that's what makes, that's why I was like, Bailey, can I talk to you? Because I, I could tell when you were talking to me, it was a genuine love. This wasn't vanity. Like, yo, oh, girl, he looked good. Oh, I you look know good. what? You and like, I, I had this epiphany, like, <laughs> obviously years, years ago. Um, that mm-hmm. like, um, I was in a previous relationship and um, mm-hmm. I had this thought of like, yeah, like you said, we have our things where it's like, oh, they have to be like this, they have to be this tall, they have to be this, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the I had this, oh, like, you know, I will say, like, you know, I, I totally know where you're coming from with that. But then I had this, like, moment when I was just like, how attracted would I be to this person if I were blind? Like, if we're mm. all blind, like, how much? Now, I'm not going to say, like, you know just the ugliest person in the room and maybe that per- <laughs> ugliest person in the room is beautiful still but but you know what i mean like you want to still be Perfect. attracted to a person i'm not saying just throw that out the window <laughs> but like uh, oh, <laughs> right. but i'm saying like if you know if i was blind like how attractive would this person be to me can they still feel feed my soul like do i still feel like they have substance you know is it still a meaty hefty meal that can last me long term mm-hmm. you know or if mm-hmm. if you know we can get so hung up on like oh like well he's got to be six four and he's got to be an athlete girl like life mm-hmm. is like a real thing like what if he gets in a wheelchair you know what if he gets and has an accident he's in a wheelchair guess what he's no longer six four is he still gonna make you laugh is he still gonna make you feel good are you gonna be are you gonna be irritated with him because i'll i'll be the first one to say that i think especially as women we can let a lot of women can let a lot of stuff slide because of and men do the same thing because of a pretty face or because a guy is taller or whatever they might let them go away with saying something but not put it up put up with it if a shorter man said it okay Mm, same thing with like how guys might see like a big booty and like okay well I'll let her get away with being crazy but if she doesn't have a, a big booty then like I don't tolerate it okay we're all guilty of it right Bailey we know not to trust a big butt and a smile BBD <laughs> taught us that a long time ago so <laughs> nah, I'm saying, like, if that man was in a wheelchair would you be just would you be more irritated with him in a wheelchair than if he was sitting up to you would you tolerate less yeah. you know what I'm, like do you get where I'm going from Oh no, <laughs> most definitely. Cause uh, I mean, I'm not a Casanova. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm actually a serious monogamous. As odd as that sounds, I know people who probably listen to my show are probably like, "Nigga, you'll play it." Like, no, I'm actually a simp. <laughs> uh, um, and but uh, not to say, I'm not in my most recent relationships, but right. my younger years, I definitely remember fucking like I dated women solely off mm-hmm. looks, and it would be times where. At a certain point, you would be like, yo. Right? Like, you don't like even look good anymore. I don't, <laughs> how, I don't even give a fuck how good you look. Get the fuck 
<laughs> away from me and get the like get the fuck on like to the point i i remember being so fed up i was a teenager i remember being so fed up with my girlfriend uh once in high school hopefully she don't dm me and curse me out i mean okay. she could i won't she does post it you know i would um she, she and i were at the state fair um Sacramento State Fair, and uh, and we were arguing about something, and I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck, and we kept walking, and a guy tried to like holler at her, like like, hey girl, was good, and like try to reach out and grab her hand. She was like, uh, excuse me, I'm with my boyfriend, and I looked back and I was like, I don't give a fuck, talk to him, I don't yeah. care, like <laughs> like well, that's that how bad it got. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I still ended up getting broken up with. I just don't know when to leave. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, that's that is so true. Loving someone that's blind because God. But I mean, listen, you know, he's still blind though. So <laughs> some ass, he's still, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I love it. But man, that that personality gonna last a lot longer than yeah. than them ass shots. I can definitely say that. I can definitely say that. And I mean, JP is man. You don't you don't have to put yourself on blast, bro. I I know you were like, yo, you know, like I'm I'm physically attracted to her, but. It's definitely one of those things, too. I'm sure you probably reviewed it in your brain as intelligent as you are. You were like, it's more than just physical attraction because shit, that runs out mm-hmm. so quickly. As oh, well. yeah, for sure. As exactly. Put yourself on blast. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah put yourself on blast, bro. Well, I mean, I've already said, yeah, like, there's I'm obviously the physical attraction there, but like, I'm attracted like, literally to everything about it. So it's like, let's be honest with you. Physical, the mental, the spiritual, everything. You know, I just feel like we mesh very well. Yeah, no, definitely. And because um, I, I figure as a man, and this is just coming from a single man, but you at a certain point, uh, you know, you have to think about like, what if I was to fall off the earth tomorrow or if I ended up in a wheelchair, like Bailey said, yo, did I marry someone who could hold down the fort, who could, you know, be, you know, good mother? who won't just run off on me because of this. It's just something a lot of men don't put into consideration because, you know, as we as men, we just, you know, think we just got it like that sometimes. But, you know, who am I to talk? Um, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, Maylee and JP, you know, thank you guys so very much for being on um, on this episode of the Six Feet Under podcast. Um, uh, Bailey, again, yo, uh, Maybe not during this administration, because shit's going crazy. But next administration, like, tell them motherfuckers, give all y'all nurses and shit, like, I don't know, like, $50,000. I'll just take my student loans paid. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what? You know what I heard the other day? Somebody said, somebody said the most gangster shit. I said, I just want $100,000. And they said, I just want an 800 credit score. I said, oh, we in two different (laughs) practice, homie. You doing like all different. <laughs> I said I want the money. They said well, they want better credit. I said, oh shit. Time for me to get my shit together. I ain't never gonna move out my mother's apartment. I got a GPS <laughs> But um uh, <laughs> but then again, thank you so very much, Bailey. I really do appreciate it. JP man, I do appreciate it. Um hey, you guys are very much inspiring. Uh both keep up the work uh jp i don't know what the fuck you got going on man but keep that up because obviously you got something good going on she got yourself a great woman uh y'all y'all have a good night i appreciate it 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 i appreciate